Rambam, Mishneh Torah, Hilchais, the laws of Sanhedrin, the courts, the ancient Amasudim Lohem, and the punishments handed over to them, to their authority. Now we get into a very interesting chapter, Perek Achalos, or chapter 11. And of course, all of this is based on the Mishnah and the Talmud in Sanhedrin. What are some of the differences between financial litigation, financial matters, and capital matters? Number one is that financial law, cases involving financial matters, can take place even with three judges. This is what is commonly referred to as a bedin, a court of three. Dine nefoshes, anything involving capital cases, be'estri mushlesha, must have a minimum of 23. Dine mominus, financial matters, peschin, the first of the judges can open the agenda, be'en lischus, whether. For the benefit of the litigant, be'en lecheve, or the detriment. We don't care what the first argument is. Dine nefoshes, anything having to do with capital offenses, as we learned earlier. Peschin l'schus, we always begin with some argument for the defendant, for acquittal. Kamesh Shabiyanu, as we explained, Bein peschin l'cheva, we never open up with a statement of prosecution. Dine moment is financial matters, matin api eid echad. Bain, I'm sorry, Matin Alpi Echad, Bain Lishus, Bain Lecheva. When it comes to financial matters, we can rule with a majority of one whether it will benefit the defendant or the litigant, or it won't. Dinafoshus, capital issues, Matin Alpi Eid Echad Lishus. A majority of one can only rule for the benefit of the defendant, Valpishnaim. But a majority of two is required, Lechova, for anything that finds him guilty. financial matters, If new information or new documents are revealed, we come back and reopen the case, whether for merit or for prosecution, for not so good. and Life and death issues, capital issues, machzirin, we only bring back the court intercession. Lishchus for a merit, vein machzirin lechev. If new information comes around, once the person has been declared not liable or not culpable, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, we don't open, reopen the case. Commission be on double jeopardy. Dine momenus, financial matters, hakoruin lalamet schus echeva. Anyone can say something for the benefit of the litigant or for the detriment. Whether one of the judges, or one of the disciples of the judges who sit around the judges. When it comes to capital matters, everybody can speak for the defense. Even the disciples. But only the judges who are formerly part of that court of 23 can speak 
for the prosecution. Dinei momenes financial matters. Hadayin the judge Amalamit Cheva who finds culpability can change his mind and find defense and argue defense. And one who argued defense can then find culpability, argue culpability, but when it comes to life and death stuff, the opposite is true. Anybody who argued for Dismissal for not guilty, can then go argue. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Anyone who argues for the prosecution, can go, the same fellow, and argue for the defense. But somebody who argued in the beginning of the presentation of the arguments for defense, he cannot go back and argue. For the prosecution, Ella, except that at the end of the day, when the case is about to be closed and we need a final vote, he can associate himself with those who find guilty. As we explained, financial matters, another difference between the two, we judge by day, and we can complete this case going into the night if necessary. If the case drags, we can even complete and conclude the case at night. Dine nefoshes, capital matters done in bayim, we can judge or adjudicate by day, and we must finish by day. If not, we continue into the next day. Dine momenes, financial matters, we can have the whole case open and shut in one day, whether it is for or against the defendant or the litigant, dinin nefashis. But when it comes to capital matters, only a dismissal can happen on that same day. Only a not guilty verdict. But if there's any inclination of finding guilt, then you must push it into the next day. They have to, so to speak, either sleep on it or debate it all night or what have you. But they can't conclude on that same day, they have to carry it over to the next day. Bez, too, Lefichal, has an outgrowth of the above. Therefore, we cannot adjudicate, we cannot judge capital matters Shabbos, not on the day before Shabbos, not on a Friday, and not on the day before a festival. Shem or Yishayev, perhaps the case will go towards guilt. And it's impossible to kill the person if they find him culpable, if they find him guilty. We need to implement the death sentence immediately. Immediately would be tomorrow. Tomorrow the, the court would conclude and issue its verdict and they would kill him. But you can't do it because it's Shabbos or it's the festival. says, And you can't stretch the process and leave it till after Shabbos. Therefore, let's not start the case. Let's not begin the case. Erev Shabbos or Erev Yom on the eve of Shabbos, on Friday or the day before a festival. We lock him up until Sunday. We don't begin the case until Sunday. Gimel, 
financial matters. Even though by Torah law we can deal with financial matters every day, they can judge the people at any time. By rabbinic law, we were taught, Shane Donenberg of Shabbos, that it's not even good to do this on Erev Shabbos on Friday because the judges and everybody involved has a lot to do on a Friday. Dalid Whether we're talking about life and death laws, capital, or we're talking about laws that could involve lashes, or the city of refuge, laws with people who are guilty of manslaughter or may be guilty of manslaughter. The above laws are all equal, Pasqual, all the same. Except that laws involving lashes require a court of three and no more. And none of the above apply to an ox that might be stoned, except for one, because it needs a court of 23, but you don't need all the other severities mentioned above. That's the meaning, I believe. Now we come to a serious exception to the rule. Excuse me one second. And that is the law of Macy's, not to be confused with the store in Southern California. What is Macy's? A Macy's is someone who entices someone to transgress specifically and to worship idols. So he's like this idol missionary who walks around and tries to get everybody to become an idol worshiper. The Torah has most severe implementation of law with regard to this Macy's. Hamacy's the law of the person who tries to get others to transgress and, and worship idols, ain din of din in the Although it is a capital punishment law, the laws are not the same as all other capital laws. They're much stricter. We learned earlier, we do not entrap People, we don't have witnesses hiding behind a wall. Today, uh, the FBI is all about entrapment. They put wires on people and record people and hide people and set up people. Today, they, they arrest and try people and do God knows what to people for trying to do something illegal, not in reality, but with an FBI agent who's parading around as if he's an interested person. The whole thing is a lie. In the case of Judaism, none of that is permitted. You can't hide witnesses behind the wall and get people to confess and all that stuff. Except for Macy's, except for this idolatrous missionary. We can't hide witnesses to observe that. We can set him up and trap him. He does not require to be warned by two witnesses and told this is a prohibition and he will be killed. Like with all other situations, it does not require that. 
And if he leaves the court with a judgment of not guilty, and somebody suddenly says, boy, do I have an argument which can put him away, which can kill him. I have a prosecution argument. We bring him back so there's no double jeopardy law. If he comes out and he's found guilty, one guy says, I have an argument for the defense. We do not bring him back. We do not suggest defense for him. We learned earlier that one of the judges in life and death, capital courts, should not be someone who's very old or a eunuch, because these are people who lost their compassion, or someone who has no children. Here in this case, give him the old guy, the old angry guy. Give him a eunuch who's angry. Give him someone who has no children. We don't want people being compassionate. Because he is a fellow who pushes idol worship upon innocent Jews. Because to be overly strict upon these, fool the people who entrap people to follow ways of emptiness. To get these guys, is a great compassion, a great mitzvah. as it says, God Almighty shall return from his state of anger, and will give you compassion. Therefore, it's good to get these guys. Of course, it has to be truth, justice, and the American way, absolutely, but with more severe interpretations. They tell an adorable story probably a joke about this fellow who was approaching Yom Kippur and he turned to his friend and he says my dear friend I, I realize I have a serious problem I'm going into Yom Kippur I didn't sin this year how can I stand all Yom Kippur and say I sinned I sinned I'd be lying so I don't know what to do his friend says you're absolutely correct so let me tell you what I suggest I know that you're a very nice fellow but Sometimes you need to be tough. Your next-door neighbor, he's an animal. I mean, he's a real bad guy, a real schlechter. Why don't you go into him and just beat him up? Beat him to a pulp. And that way, he'll at least have done a sin. He walks into his next-door neighbor. He says, hey, you, boom, boom. And he beats him to a pulp. And he says, I feel better. Now I can go to shul, and I can tell God I sinned. As he's walking off the porch, the neighbor's wife said, Mr. Mr., what a mitzvah you just did. Life isn't easy, let me tell you. Okay. Abyssalufchak. Where are we here? Gimel. Financial law, even though by biblical law you can judge every day. No, I'm, I'm not in the right place. We're at six. Financial law, or laws of impurity and purity. You always have the senior judge speak first. Why not? He knows what he's talking about. The shame in his and we listen to him. 
And then the other judges say they agree, they disagree, but for Dina Deportius, when it comes to life and death law, as we learned earlier, we want every judge to speak his conscience. He'll be intimidated once the senior judge speaks. We start off the side with the junior judge. We don't hear the words of the senior judge or the head of the Supreme Court, the Moshe of the Sanhedrin. We hear his opinion last. Zion 7, Dinimominus, financial matters, Vechenatumais, Vechenataris, impurities are purities. Ha'ov ubenei, you can have a father and a son. Or, Harabi Talmidei, a teacher and a student. Meinenesam Bishnaim, you can count them for two opinions or two judges. Meaning, the student and the teacher are one. The student and the teacher have not yet developed separate opinions. So we're not having two separate judges, but still it's financial matters. It's not so terrible for him to issue an opinion. However, Vedina Nefoshas, life and death matters, capital, Amakas, and lashes, Vekidosh HaChedosh, the sanctification of the new moon, Vibur Ashona, a leap year, a father and a son, a or a teacher and a disciple, even if they issue arguments, they're still counted as one. Until he's given the status of a full member of the court, then a disciple could become a member of the court. A son not, because he shouldn't have father and son in the court. The fact that we count the father and a, and a son, either as one or two, the setting is where the, one of them is in the Sanhedrin, and the other one was a disciple sitting around who said, I have an argument for the defense or the prosecution. Then we listen to him, we debate with him, and we can count him as we explain. But we do not have a father and son in the actual court together. When we're about to close the law to decide the verdict, we never decide the verdict with relatives on the court. That's out of the question. Because judges, who are relatives, Sulim the din are unfit to judge, as we will yet explain in great detail. Yud, Talmud, Shayachachamumavin, a disciple who was very wise and very understanding, but he was not ordained. He was not formally ordained. He's a genius. He's knowledgeable, but he was never ordained. His teacher can ordain him. With whatever facet of ordination he needs for this particular law. We learned earlier that ordination does not always have to be across the board. Sometimes there are specialties. Whatever specialty is being judged right now, he can be ordained in a limited manner. For example, if they're judging to decide whether this particular animal would be a defective firstborn or not, then this guy has to be an expert in animal defects. And then, once he's ordained, if he's ordained with a broad-based ordination, he can even judge for capital issues. 
So this would be a broad-based ordination. Yud Aleph, closing paragraph. Hakilk Shadin Laudan Dinimominus. Anyone is fit to be a judge as long as he's knowledgeable in financial matters. The requirements for a financial judge is that he have knowledge. Afilugir, even a convert. In general, we do not allow converts to do certain things, including judges. And here he qualifies that. The who provided that? Shatiya Ime Biyisra, that his mother is a full is a born Jew. So why is he a convert? He's like there is an opinion that Rabbi Akiva was Ben Gerim, the son of a convert. There's an opinion that Akiva Ben Yosef, that Yosef was the convert. The Ger donas Ger. A convert can judge his fellow convert. Even though his mother is not Jewish, so also a person who is a biblical mamzer born out of an incestuous relationship or an adulterous relationship, this child born, he's a great Torah scholar. We covered these issues earlier. Blind with one eye, kosher, all of the above are suitable to issue rulings in financial matters. In capital issues, you need full-fledged kosher Jews. They can only be judged by a Kohanim, by a Kohen, a Leviim or a Levi, the Israel or an Israelite. We learned earlier it's preferable to put some Kohanim in the court. Hamashiin lechuna, who are fit to marry into the priesthood, which means there's no defect in their pedigree. Yeechad mehen suma afilab veleyeechad mehem suma afilab achas meinav. And in capital cases, no one should be blind even in one eye. Kameisha bi'anu, as we already explained in chapter two, halacha nine, end of chapter eleven.